재미와 지식의 오디오 라이프 팝빵. What time is it? What time is it? What time is it? Do you know what time it is? Prime time. It's prime time. I'm not an expert on that issue. <laughs> well, uh, that's probably a good thing. Um, real estate, obviously you're an expert in economics. Um, mm-hmm. This bubble that you're talking about or this uh, speculative activity mm-hmm. in the uh, South Korean property market, uh, do you feel that does, it does pose a systemic risk? Well, uh, first of all, uh, as you said at the beginning of the program, it is really hard to say that it is a nationwide uh, housing bubble because... The housing market activities are pretty much focused on on uh, Gangnam area, like uh, uh, Gangnam, Gangnam, Socho district, etc. Uh, for example, in Seoul area, Gangnam area, the housing price has been increased over eight percent in the last ten months from the beginning of this year. While Seoul metropolitan area's uh, price housing price increase was only five percent only. And nationwide housing market price increase was less than 3%, like 2.8%. So we see a big differences in price increases uh, between, between a Seoul region and non far away from Seoul region. So, so I, I can say that I can say that there is a systematic risk over, over economy wide or over banking industry. Yeah, so it's basically Gangnam, right. and then Gangnam is a little bit hotter than the entire uh, city right. of Seoul. Right. Seoul is um, basically a bit hotter than the entire mm-hmm. country, and so what we're talking about is a lot of people going into some of the lucrative areas. Uh, right. the, uh, the government, though, uh, they've wanted to sort of soften the price pressure. Uh, it's a very difficult balancing act. They mm-hmm. do want to make sure that the real estate activity and transactions are mm-hmm. healthy, but at the same time, they don't want to overheat that part of the uh, country, namely the southern part of Seoul. Has it been successful or unsuccessful so far? Well, first of all, the main uh, housing market tool of the Korean government is not the supply side, building new apartment. Instead, it is, it is about the demand, controlling demand side, like LTVs and DTIs. So I can say that it was not successful for controlling uh, the price of the housing price of the Gangnam area uh, by controlling supply of the apartment. Instead, uh, they were successful in controlling the price of the apartment in, in far away from Seoul area. 
For example, last year's uh, new apartment, new supply was 0.5 million. And this year we had another 0.5 million new apartment supply from construction companies. So for the last two years, we have 1 million new apartment supply all over the nation. So that is the size of the either Ilsan or Bundang. Mm. So they, Korean government has been really successful in controlling far away from Seoul area uh, apartment price, but not successful in Seoul area. Right. So the, pretty much, and I guess that's really a, a dilemma because it really right. uh, exacerbates the imbalance mm-hmm. uh, in the country with right. Seoul compared to the rest of the country. Um, the government has been cautious. They don't want to directly intervene, at least with, with what they're seeing in Gangnam. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there a spillover risk about uh, restricting, I suppose, the activity there that could also kind of affect the overall struggling construction right. sector and in turn uh, maybe even affect the sluggish economy? Well, uh, that's true, actually. Under continuing a recession of the country, the construction industry is only supporting, maybe the only supporting part of the industry. Uh, actually, nation's GDP. So, uh, in in GDP level, construction industry co- covers only seven percent of the total GDP. But when uh, economic growth is so low, uh, below two percent, like like tw- today these days, the construction's contribution to economic growth is almost fifty percent. Mm. So, for government, it is very very hard to uh, uh, it is very very hard to uh, stabilize the construction. Uh, activities. Yeah, and we saw these problems, if you recall, uh, a few years back with all these uh, PF loans, the project financing mm-hmm, loans, which exactly. kind of had the problem with the construction industry. Right. And then the savings banks, mm-hmm. the so-called savings banks, lots of bankruptcies of went under, and of course a lot of mm-hmm. bankruptcies, and it really mm-hmm. caused a big mess. Uh, but we keep talking about outstanding debt, or at least credit. Uh, the property mm-hmm. loans are taking 40% of the local bank's total mm-hmm. credit um, exposure to self-employed entrepreneurs. Uh, is this a problem? Is this a time bomb that could threaten some of these smaller banks? Well, uh, to make a long story short, uh, the answer is as long as housing prices are maintained, at least not decreasing, uh, we don't think it is a time bomb. Uh, when bank, when commercial bank makes loans, they take a, uh, they take a securities, which is house. So, so as long as the housing price is maintained, not decreasing, I don't think there is a problem with the bank loans. So, so the risk of the banks, uh, commercial banks, uh, uh, industry-wide collapse is very low. Right. And so uh, that is, again, why the government would be hesitant right. to try to completely freeze the market. Because exactly. once those loans become underwater, mm-hmm. meaning once the value of mm-hmm. the house actually is appraised at mm-hmm. a lower price than the outstanding mm-hmm. loan amount, that's right. when you're going right. to have a... If you remember the beginning of the Japanese economic collapse around 1992, there was a collapse in uh, Tokyo's real estate, real estate market, including apartment and the buildings. And, and, and housing price has been decreased over 50%. And all the commercial bank, almost all the commercial bank went to bankruptcy altogether. Mm. So that is the beginning of 25 years Japanese longest recession. Right, the last two and a half decades exactly. now, right? Exactly. So that's what, that's what Korean government and we want to avoid as far as possible. So the trigger will be the collapse of the uh, housing market. So we don't want that. Uh, the, the growth is problematic still though as you said if it's lower than two percent right. uh, the construction industries take such an outsized mm-hmm. influence on it um 
Do you expect to see, though, a, a rise in delinquency rates for some of these loans, um, particularly for, I guess, entrepreneurs or small business people? Well, we see serious competition of the self-employed uh, business in local areas because of the recession and, and to, to, to many retirements, early retirements. And we see lots the, the of chicken right, place chicken, yeah, phenomenon, chicken restaurant right? and coffee shop. We see them everywhere. So there is serious com- competition everywhere. But the, as I said, uh, in that circumstances, important thing to, for Korean government is maintaining housing price. Even though they went to bankruptcy, they want to protect the uh, banking side because mm. if banking side, banking industry goes wrong, there will be a series of bankruptcies that. Uh, bankruptcies of small businessmen spreads out all the economic part of the nation. So, so that's the that's going to be no more serious problem in the end. The uh, government and you talked about LTV and DTI mm-hmm. in the past, and mm-hmm. uh, we had a, uh, a finance minister Choi Kyung Hwan who was right. very close to the current president, and he was really dramatic and aggressive with exactly. loosening those restrictions. Exactly, uh, it, it it caused uh, the loans to be mm-hmm. more available. It mm-hmm. caused a lot of people who were not in the market to start mm-hmm. even buying markets because of this chronically high right. chance right. uh, problem. Then they decided, oh my gosh. Household debt, we're, we forgot this right, was still right. a problem, so right. they reversed course on that. Uh, do you believe those tightened loan screenings now, um, the debt that is still outstanding, mm-hmm. that quality of the debt may be suffering because a lot of people now, uh, they can't access legitimate or I suppose regular mm-hmm. loans that they're going to mm-hmm. be seeking now subprime loans or mm-hmm. loans from uh, ultra high rate interest right. rates or even outside the normal banking sector? Yeah, that's a, that's a possible scenario. Actually, uh, the middle-income families became more difficult to get loans from uh, normal commercial banks uh, or public mortgage companies like Pogumjari because they spent out uh, 10 trillion won out of uh, 13 trillion won budget of the Pogumjari for middle class and low-income class. So, so we we so given that they they they. They maybe they need they they if they really want to buy a houses they need to some of them really need to borrow money from second tier uh, commercial banks like a savings bank for a higher interest rate so that's going to be another additional additional problem related to uh, these government's changes of the policies housing market policies. Well, let's talk about that because the current government. Mm-hmm. Um, th- they had a dilemma. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly, uh, household debt has always been a problem for, for a number of years now, and right. that growing number and the percentage mm-hmm. of GDP has become uh, an, an issue. Uh, but uh, when they first thought, okay, we're going to boost the economy, and Tre Kyung Hwan with Trenomics said, look, I'm going to mm-hmm. make sure that DTI and LTVs are at a level that we're right. going to boost uh, right. uh, transactions and have uh, encourage people to start buying properties. And then I, I mentioned they kind of done reverse mm-hmm. course kind of dramatically. Do you think the government made a mistake by taking sort of these conflicting, ambiguous, uh, confusing stances in the market in recent years. Uh, the, it, it seems like almost, it's a harsh thing to say, almost a schizophrenic type right. of policy of, of doing it. Did, how would you assess the government's well, um, policy? <laughs> well, I, I believe that to stabilize the housing market, the most important factor is uh, consistency of the policy. But as you said, uh, Henry, in uh, 2014, uh, Korean government... Uh, gave a really decisive uh, relax of the uh, housing market related regulations like LT, L, 
LTV and DTI was lowered by 20 to 10 percent. And Korean government gave lots of uh, new permissions for reconstruction in Gangnam area for the last two years. And and they provided more loans, mortgage loans, public mortgage loans to middle and low income people. So uh, uh, altogether, these market really boomed up the uh, housing market for the last two years. But suddenly we had a problem of, of the house, household debt. So given household debt increase over uh, 1,300 trillion won, Korean government decided to uh, restrict some, uh, some restrict the housing market uh, suddenly. So the theme of the housing market is changing too much, too frequently these days for the, for the last, last two years. So that is, I believe, the main problem of the unstable housing market. So when you say consistency is mm-hmm. the important thing, when they first made that decision, and we, when we talk about LTV, we mean loan to value, meaning how much of a loan um, is eligible to be received right. for that value of the house, meaning if mm-hmm. it's 40%, then if it's a 500 million won home, you are you can get up to about 200 million won right. for a loan or DTI right. debt to income, meaning right. that uh, how much money you make is going to be determined right. on how much of a right. loan that you're supposed to get. Do you believe the mistake was then made in terms of the consistency that they should not have instituted such a, a generous 20% um, dr- a relaxation of that? Or do you think the mistake was made they should have just gone uh, – all in and just kept pursuing that policy despite the household debt. debt. Well, well, <laughs> we have to understand that household debt and housing market is uh, the other side of the coin to each other. So that is single body, not separated at all. So once they decide to change the DTI or LTV, they have to stick to the numbers okay. for at least five years or to 10 years. So that that's what other major countries are doing these days. So, so since... The, the wealth of the Korean people is almost 70% focused on housing market. Think about your, all of your wealth. And my wealth is maybe focused on house. How, how, my house is the most expensive something that I have. So everybody is the same maybe for Koreans. So given that situation, when something happens to housing market, everybody becomes crazy, either going up or down. Yeah. When it is going up, no, non-house owners are so crazy about it. And when it's going down, the owners of the house who borrowed big money from banks will be really angry about it. So, so it is really hard to control the housing market. We have to see that. However, that really also affects the everybody's wealth status mm-hmm. for Koreans. So housing market is really hot potato to every Korean these days. So the, the maybe not as dramatic as what Trey Young-hwan had instituted in terms mm-hmm. of the uh, the relaxation of the LTV DTI standards and uh, other relaxation mm-hmm. of loans, but you feel that they should not have made such a dramatic exactly. kind of reverse. They could have just kept it at a, right. at a moderate kind of pace, and you're willing to more take mm-hmm. the uh, downside of the mm-hmm. household debt increase mm-hmm. risk over the potential risk of, I guess, right. ruining the wealth of millions of Koreans living here. Exactly. So. I believe that two years ago, in 2014, the the mood was like a, the mood of the su- kind of suggestion from government was, people buy house, borrow money from banks. We support that, but that uh, that mood has been so quickly changed this year from mm. August after seeing uh, hot Gangnam district's uh, housing market. Yeah. Now, as as far as the people now, mm-hmm. um, how out of luck are they? We talk about the. Uh, 
prospective people in the middle and lower income brackets, mm-hmm. um, maybe newlyweds mm-hmm. who are just trying to start their right. lives, people who uh, are, are wanting to work and live mm-hmm. in Seoul, but they don't make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what can they do? They can't, it seems like it's, you can't get a chance mm-hmm. um, loan or a lease in this city without paying, I guess, 80% of the value of, right. of a house, right. or you can't get a loan to, to buy one of these 700 million mm-hmm. 120-pyong apartments uh, what what can they do they seem like they're out of luck right but the uh first of all there will be really excessive supply of the new apartment uh, this year and next year and the new married people and low-income people and middle-income people are the the one who supports the housing prices in seoul so we say that in Gangnam area s- small apartment is like 1 million us dollars or shibagwon so that price is supported by uh, bottom line house buyers mm-hmm. like uh, new married or low income people so without supporting these low income people or new married couples uh, purchase of new houses by providing more public loans and commercial banks uh, low interest rate bearer loans we can support high price of the today's Gangnam area and other uh, areas apartment price so it is important to support these people the low income people and new married by, by, by running flexible uh, right. uh, mortgage system, uh, as we talked about, the Pogumjari loans and yeah. other uh, public loans. But we're not seeing that on a, a big enough scale, are we, right now? Right. For, for, the uh, for this year, they have a budget of $13 trillion Pogumjari loan uh, budget. But as I said, that has been almost 80% spent out uh, by the end of the September of this year. So it's not enough. It's not enough. enough. Okay, um, I know this is a very difficult question to ask you to come up with a perfect economic policy for okay. the government right now. But what is a good policy mix for uh, government authorities here who want to make sure the economy economy still grows, even though it's anemic growth? Mm-hmm. Um, they want to make sure uh, the real estate market doesn't collapse. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you look at what's going on in in Gangnam right now, and it's crazy with right. with, with the right. prices and all the uh, speculation that's going on. Mm-hmm. How do you balance those two things? Well, I, I, I wish I know the answer, but the, uh, the Gangnam district's uh, reconstruction housing market is rich people's party. Right. So that is not much related to... So like 95% exactly. of our listeners is not really anything to do right. with us. So that, we have to know that even though that is a hot issue, that is not mainly related to middle and low income people. But as I said, in the near future, for the next one or two years, there will be huge amount of new supply of the apartment, all of the Korean territory uh, from Seoul to Busan. So the, we have to support uh, these n- real buyers of the uh, uh, apart- new, newly provided apartment. Without that, there could be something uh, collapse of the housing market, apartment market, all of the country. Then, then the economic impact of the house, housing market will be spread out other uh, part of the Korean economy. That's what we have to, uh, w- what we have to avoid uh, uh, as far as possible. Yeah, so uh, get ready for the influx of uh, many, many new units uh, coming into the market. Uh, who needs to buy them? As uh, Professor Kim is saying, you have the middle class that needs to be sort of the uh, foundational block that uh, really can support some of these prices, including that uh, right. that rich man's party that's going on in Gangnam <laughs> right now with all of the uh, speculation. All right, we're going to leave it there for uh, economic focus. As always, keep Professor Kim Taiwan. Appreciate your insights. Talk to you again soon. Thank you very much.